Welcome to Cybersecurity Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Kevin Green. Today, we'll have industry experts with their insights and perspectives on the latest cybersecurity news that impacts your agency and organization. Today, we'll have Anoop Ghosh, CEO and founder at Invencia. Good day, Anoop. How you doing? Hey, great, Kevin. How are you? Doing great. Lots to talk about uh, in the market space from a cybersecurity perspective, and it's great to have you on today. Exciting times. Thanks for having me. No problem. Hey, Anoop, I want to really start off um, with the with the article you did that was entitled "Going Deep with Machine Learning." You talk about your next generation technology X, and you know one of the things I want to know: what about your scientific approach for your technology X that differentiates you in the crowded endpoint protection market space? Yeah, it, it's, it's such an interesting space in interesting times because look, uh, the one thing that all of us in security have experienced in is antivirus. And if we're honest, all of us seem to be disappointed in antivirus. So, you know, we, we, we took this, uh, uh, objective on very carefully and thoughtfully, which is how can we build a better mousetrap when it came to antivirus? And we went back to our roots, uh, which stem from DARPA, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but we decided to bring forward innovation from DARPA-funded machine learning to the market. And that's what we do with X. So how do you think your your technology stacks up against, you know, some of the some of the things that are out there today uh, in this crowded market space? What what are you doing, I should say, that to help revolutionize how we are doing uh, endpoint protection? I, I think a lot of people talk about artificial intelligence and machine learning. And um, what's very unclear to the market is, well, how, how are you any different than anybody else that says these things? And for us, it really started with a scientific approach to this problem under a DARPA program called Cyber Genome. And under that program, the basic idea was, you know, there's literally hundreds of thousands of new variants of malware released every day. But in reality, you know, they're all one-offs of core families of malware. And if you could map the so-called malware genome, um, then you wouldn't need to care how different uh, this latest variant is because it derived from, you know, a core family of malware. And so we took that approach. We, we actually trained on tens of millions of variants of malware using a type of machine learning called deep learning. And um, as a result, uh, you know, we brought to market a technology that can detect previously unknown malware and detect with really high efficacy which means high true detections and low false positives. I knew one of the things I'm a big fan of tech transition and commercialization. Uh, you talked about the work you did with your deep learning at DARPA through their cyber genome project. Um, obviously this is one of the best examples that I can think of in recent times that really demonstrate trans, you know, successful transition and commercialization of government funded R and D. One of the questions I want to know is what was one of the key breakthroughs and when did you first realize that you were onto something uh, with great potential with your deep learning. Well, that that's a uh, an important point. It's very hard traditionally to transition uh, government funded R and D out of the laboratory to the commercial markets. And where we really started was with some very successful in laboratory results on the efficacy of these deep learning algorithms. 
And um, when we went to uh, market with it, we initially started with analysis in the cloud. So anytime we saw a program running on one of our uh, endpoints protected by a software, uh, we would analyze in the cloud. And what we were able to find was we could detect compromised machines that other endpoint security uh, solutions, the traditionals, couldn't. And so we found this in real-world customer environments, and we said, wow, we, we really are onto something because we're detecting infections that got past every other layer of defense. Uh, so that was our first breakthrough. Uh, the second breakthrough was when we were able to represent the deep learning model inside of uh, 12 megabytes of memory. And this led to uh, the ability to uh, push the model, the deep learning model, to the endpoint itself and perform at real-time speeds. Uh, so today, our software within 20 milliseconds can determine if a program is malicious or not, which means we can actually stop threats before they even run. So those two breakthroughs really meant that we could now deploy a real next-generation antivirus product uh, on our endpoint in uh, the VirusTotal um, site that a lot of malware researchers go to. So today, you know, if you're a malware researcher, you can go to VirusTotal, you can upload an unknown uh, program, and you'll see uh, immediately what Invincia thinks about it, whether it's malicious or not. What's the value proposition for you, meaning Invincia, and the community with this integration that you have with VirusTotal? It's really huge. Uh, you know, there's so many companies out there that talk about next-generation approaches to endpoint. And I think, you know, you alluded to it early in the conversation that all these companies start to sound the same. Uh, we took a position that uh, you need to be transparent about your approach and you need to be accountable. On the transparency side, uh, we've been a leader in presenting our approaches, our algorithms, in academic workshops, as well as trade shows. And so we literally will tell you how many layers our deep learning network is, what features that we use to train the model, and then we'll also publish our efficacy of our of our algorithms using, uh, this is slightly geeky, but receiver operating characteristic curves, uh, which is the scientific approach for measuring the efficacy of a detection engine. So all of those were in our uh, efforts to be transparent about how well our approach works. And then on the accountability side, we took a deliberate approach to go to third parties. And uh, so we've been tested by AV test uh, in a public test. Uh, we're now in a public test with AV comparatives. Both of those organizations have long histories of uh, testing uh, traditional antivirus products. Now, of course, with the next gen, they're beginning to test those. Um, and then finally, with VirusTotal, um, look, everybody, uh, if you're in the malware research community, you go to VirusTotal because you're trying to understand, does anyone know uh, this unknown malware. And if our belief is if you're going to be a serious player, you need to be on VirusTotal. And so we listed on VirusTotal to give even more accountability and transparency to what we do. Is that currently available for folks to go and, and use and when they submit, uh, submit malicious files? It is. So anytime you upload a file uh, today, you know, you will see how Invincia scores it. But even more uniquely, in this, and, and we're the only next-gen player that does this, not only will we score um, a file, whether we believe it's malicious or not, 
but we'll actually tell you uh, based on our deep learning whether uh, I'm sorry, we'll tell you which family we think this file originated from. And that's particularly useful if you're a malware researcher because it's one thing to know if a file is likely malicious or not. If it is, you really want to know, well, what kind of uh, malware is it? And so we do provide that, and that's a, that's a differentiated solution. That's great. What do you think is next for machine learning? Um, and where do you see it in the next five years? So, you know, we, we've studied all kinds of different machine learning models. And uh, for this product, we went forward with deep learning and, uh, and, and really for optimal uh, performance. And that means a combination of high efficacy uh, detections and false positives, but also in terms of performance. And that was a very, very big deal for us is to be able to be extremely fast and not introduce any user latency. Uh, but deep learning has now found its way into a lot of uh, consumer-facing applications, right? So Facebook uses it, uh, for example, in facial recognition. Um, you know, Microsoft is using it. Apple is using it. And really what people are finding, there's, there's a new renaissance in artificial intelligence that deep learning, among other techniques, are now enabling. Uh, in terms of going forward in security, you know, we continue to do a lot of data science research funded by DARPA and other federal agencies uh, we're looking, we're exploring other models for deep learning. Uh, so today we're looking at code, but there are all kinds of other features that you can look at on systems. And so we, we, we believe we'll continue to innovate on our AI strategies to detect threats as they, as they attack enterprise networks. Anoop, if you were in the federal CISO role, what would be your key priorities in improving cybersecurity in the federal government? You know, if, if you're in a federal CISO role, you, you've got a very hard job. Uh, number one, you've got a whole bunch of uh, compliance things you got to follow. If you don't follow those, you'll be accused of negligence. And separate from that, you're being attacked by nation states. And so you actually need to also focus on securing these networks. And, and then third, you actually have to find good people, right? And there's a huge shortage of talent, um, you know, in security and then attracting them to government, of course, uh, is challenging. So they've got all sorts of challenges. I think what we've seen play out in market today is uh, spear phishing is the number one uh, attack vector against the enterprise. And unfortunately, uh, the, the response the federal government has had is simply to train users, you know, to recognize which emails are bad and which ones are good and leave it up to the user to decide. So I think we, we need to come to grips with the reality that users aren't security people, that we can't depend on them to make the right decisions every time an email comes in. Uh, in fact, there are good technical solutions uh, such as Invencia's isolation solution. Anytime a user clicks on a link, or opens up an attachment, we open that in a sandbox so it can't do harm to the endpoint. Um, obviously, uh, the endpoints that are out there today are old, typically, and they're running old, traditional antivirus solutions. So there needs to be an upgrade on the endpoint. There's been a lot of attention paid to the network. It really is time to upgrade the endpoint security. Yeah, because we're exposing a, a large uh, portion of the attack surface for adversaries to to go after yeah you know and the good news is you know departments like yours kevin have been forward-leaning and are adopting invincia 
And I think we'll see that, you know, through the rest of the federal government as uh, as they see DHS and others begin to adopt next gen uh, endpoint security strategies. I think it'll it'll begin to address these spear phishing concerns. Anu, before I let you go, quick question. What can we expect from Invencio and Invencia Labs uh, the rest of this year and the first part of 2017? So on our product roadmap, uh, we're actively working on Mac OS. Uh, we think it's a it's a now a very important platform to the enterprise space. Uh, so we expect to be on Mac OS in early 2017. Also, uh, we, uh, we expect to be on Android and iOS in the short term. So uh, we made an acquisition we didn't uh, formally announce that gets us to those platforms as well. So I, I really think it's an expansion of what we're doing to other platforms. And then down the road, you know, we'll also be, be able to tackle other types of systems, including ICS, SCADA, as well as IoT. Anub, it's been great talking to you today, man. I appreciate it. Kevin, uh, pleasure's all mine. Great job with the podcast. I love listening to it. Thank you, sir. Well, I think we have to wrap it up here. I want to thank our guest today, Anub Ghosh. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in to Cybersecurity Insights and Perspectives on FedScoot Radio with your host, Kevin Green. Until next time, peace.